bits and pretzels inspire you. You will figure it out. This is clearly the place to be. Servus, this is Britta Wetterling and you're listening to the Bits and Pretzels podcast. It's safe to say that these are truly challenging times for us in the innovation ecosystem. COVID-19 is spreading and whether the actual response is overblown or not, founders, investors, companies, everybody is being forced to overhaul their plans. So we want to be there for you, dear listeners. We want to be a source of knowledge for you. That's why we decided to gather insights, advice and best practices about how to manage the corona crisis as a founder, investor, as a company leader and share this information with you starting today in this podcast. We don't know how corona is going to turn out in the end, but we know it could be rough. But as it turns out, companies might also find some unexpected opportunities all along the way. I feel it's the time to be positive. It's the time to be more proactive. I believe in hard work. And I think right now, because so many people are not traveling, so many people are working from home, quite frankly, everybody has more time. Today, we kick off our conversation about Corona with somebody who knows the international innovation ecosystem by heart. Sahid Amidi, the CEO and founder of Plug and Play, an accelerator here in Silicon Valley. Plug and Play has a very large footprint. Sahid works with about 400 of the largest corporations in the world, from China to the US and back. And he has about 10,000 startups on his platform. I met Saeed in the Plug and Play headquarter in Sunnyvale, Silicon Valley, and we talked about how startups should handle the corona crisis, including how to deal with economic uncertainties, how to implement an emergency plan, and how to keep cash together in these very tough and uncertain times. He also sees some unexpected opportunities, after all, with corona. 2008, which was an economic crisis, was sometimes the best opportunities to invest. History has shown, according to Said, that crisis actually makes better companies and better products. There will be economic crunch, but Google was born during a down cycle. And so many, you can look at history, they, because you have more time to develop good products, you can hire better people. So I, I hope this there is a positive sign in the future. Hi, Saeed. Thanks for coming on the Bits and Puzzles podcast. It's a great pleasure. So everybody is like thinking about the effects of coronavirus, obviously, on the startup ecosystem, on the innovation ecosystem. And I've spent some days here already in Silicon Valley and I saw like many of the major companies sending their employees home, like introducing rules and guidance uh, on how to deal with the situation. There's like people moving back into home office and obviously everybody's interested in learning from you as somebody who has a deep insights into the ecosystem in terms of innovation, looking at different startups, what kind of, how, how you would actually describe the situation, what kind of assessment you would make today. So how does it feel to be in the, in the middle of this? Uh, first right of all, I feel the panic 
or the health uh, consequences of the coronavirus we have not dealt with in the past. And, you know, as plug and play, since we have a very large global footprint, now I understand what our offices in China have gone through actually three months ago. So we set up a policy in China that only for urgent meetings come to the office and if you don't come, if you're not feeling comfortable, work from home. And I am happy to report that after three months, the panic and the health concern is much, much better. And we had a very similar uh, time in Japan, specifically in Tokyo, which happened about 45 days ago. But uh, we also again recommended people to work from home unless if it is urgent. And as of last Monday, we did same thing here in uh, Sunnyvale. But my main uh, concern is not the panic or the health side, but the economical impact, which I feel will be felt for at least a year. So our community is actually a lot of startups, a lot of founders, a lot of entrepreneurs in different kind of stages, like early stage, later stage setup. We're also like part of our community is also like investors and corporates. So let's probably start this conversation with, you know, looking into the effects for these different stakeholders. What do you think, what do you think startup founders have to take into consideration moving forward in this, which is surely an uncertain future over the next couple of, let's say, three to four quarters at least? Yes. You know, I can use an example that uh, we had possibly our last big event in Stuttgart, uh, I believe it was February 23rd. We had over a thousand participants, 55 startups pitching at our expo. But immediately after that, we had our Tokyo summit, which we actually canceled. And quite frankly, we were not ready to do something else. But yesterday here in our headquarter, we had a virtual mobility selection day. We had 32 startups pitching to 134 investors and corporate partners online. It's nothing beats face-to-face -face presentation, but quite frankly, we were surprised of the questions and the engagement. So now we have had two selection day. Yesterday was mobility. The day before was IoT selection day. And the recommendation I have for our startups and our corporations, 
we have to work more local. Let's say you still, I feel comfortable meeting people, less than 10 people at a time and virtual. So we are introducing like yesterday again, after the three and a half hours of the selection day, where the 32 startups pitched, we set up 100 one-on-one meetings uh, between our venture people, Virtually. the startup and Virtually. corporation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, we feel it's nothing beats coming to our headquarter, but if we could mimic, I call it digital first, if mm-hmm. we could mimic what we do, but do it digitally, I feel it's at least 80% of the result we can accomplish. In terms of, you know, you see many startups, you see many in- innovations, you see many deal flows happening. Do you see the effect of the coronavirus on, you know, how much funding companies get, how, how much, you know, they are acquired or not, or how they can extend their business model? Again, I can use our example. We usually do 20 investments per month out of our headquarter. I have asked my colleagues, let's be more picky. Let's uh, see that which investments we are super excited about and a little bit uh, slow down. Uh, but I would like not to stop. You sc- uh, but you sc- certainly mm-hmm. scale back the amount of funding, you uh, would say? Yes. Uh, the quick answer is yes. But I make my decision every Monday and then I work uh, toward the best decision we made. And then next Monday, we will reevaluate things. But if I can tell you, we we are really fast. But I, this time I said it's okay to be a little slower in our investments, in our hiring. And I think every 30 days, we can assess what we have done, if we continue it or change. If you look at the investment that you did over the last 30 days, Hmm. how much did you scale back the number of investment or the amount invested in or the companies that you see? You know, because we had a big pipeline and we just decided to a little bit slow down, last Monday. So I think instead of 20 investments per month, we may do 10 to 15. I see. So it's not a major scaling back, but, uh, you know, we we feel uh, it is important to preserve cash. And uh, again, uh, I heard the great news today. One of our VC friends, NEA, just announced they raised a $3 billion fund. For biotech? For general. NEA is one of, it is the largest VC. They have different uh, discipline. They have 
B2B businesses, biotech, yeah, which consumer. Is mm-hmm. But quite frankly, I sometimes, uh, like if I recall 2008, which was an economic crisis, was sometimes the best opportunities to invest. Mm-hmm. Why so? It is uh, mainly, again, people are not as uh, aggressive. Okay. And uh, I think it little bit separates the long-term view of investors versus short-term view. And, uh, you know, I am very confident that even this coronavirus, we need to resolve it through innovation and technology. But I wanted to come back to a thing which I found very interesting that you said earlier, that this kind of crisis, the corona crisis, is an opportunity. So so talk about, you know, how to, you know, benefit, like how startups can benefit from this development. You know, um, again, I can only recommend to startups what I am trying to do. I feel... It's the time to be positive. It's the time to be more proactive. I believe in hard work. And I think right now, because so many people are not traveling, so many people are working from home, quite frankly, everybody has more time. You know, I myself cancel two trips So now I have more time to meet uh, virtually or face-to-face the startups. I even have more time for golf because anytime you cancel like a 10-day trip, your calendar is pretty open. And my recommendation to our startups as well as our corporate partners is We have to be very positive and proactive and innovation cannot stop. What kind of, when when you think, when you, when you talk about being proactive about things, you clearly said, you know, look at your cash flow, right? What other recommendations do you have? Like maybe name like the top three recommendations for a founder. You know, we, uh, again, using plug and play as an example, we had a budget uh, and plan to grow 30%. Um, and, you know, we are no longer a smaller company. So 30% is a lot. So we have slowed down hiring. Uh, again, I don't want to stop it. I want to just slow it down. And we are pickier in who we hire because I think... Uh, we should have more time and more specific focus. We little bit slow down our investments uh, and to remain positive, we are doing a lot of our work with our corporate partners online and virtually. And if I can tell you, we found interesting, positive outcome. Like specifically, if I can use uh, Hong Kong Airport, we worked with them for about a year, but only one of the 
deal flows where they meet five to six startups was face-to-face. And they were able to choose the right startups, do pilots with some startups, and execute the technology. What areas of the industry or like the innovation economy do you think are mostly affected by this? And where do you see most room for innovation? couple of points. Again, I like to stick to positive. Uh, China airline industry and travel industry went down close to 80%. Uh, from the information we have, the bottom was February and the number of seats per plane that are full is going up. So, We hope the same thing will happen in U.S., but I do agree with you now. Uh, I came from uh, East Coast uh, last week and San Francisco airport was incredible, uh, I would say, at 50% capacity. But I mean, they're like you know, companies that are like very much consumer faced. So yeah. Uber, Lyft, Airbnb, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what are the effects on these kind of, you know, community building, um, gig economy startups, and how should they deal with the situation right now? I, uh, you know, like uh, contract employees or gig economy employees are much easier to reduce cost because you don't have a employment contract. Again, I am hoping that this will be short-lived like two months, three months. Oh, you think this this? Uh, I I believe some of the effects will stay longer. Mm -hmm. Which one? Uh, You know, I think people, uh, we were gung-ho for 10, 11 years. Like in the auto industry, they had the best seven years in history of auto industry. But before even this problem, the auto industry in Europe, in U.S., took a last quarter of 2019. I would say the auto industry was embracing for a downturn. But unfortunately, now with this coronavirus is exaggerated. But all in all, I feel uh, we will go through this together. There will be economic uh, crunch, but uh, Google was born during a down cycle. And so many, you can look at history, because you have more time to develop good products, you can hire better people. So I I hope this there is a, a positive uh, sign in the future after all of this is done. And it also forces you to think about innovation and, you know, new ways to communicate in our terms, for example, with Bits and Pretzels, since we are like an event that cares a lot about connecting people. You know, we are like kind of thinking about new ways to communicate and new ways to network. So there can be this, you know, crisis can be a source for a lot of new innovation to connect with people. 
So we are moving over now virtually to yeah. our German beer garden bench and have a steen of beer here. That's right. Um, you know, and even if these times are rough, I guess we it's safe to say cheers to innovation and cheers to positive thinking. <laughs> Thank you. Um, do you still do like handshaking? Actually, I have stopped uh, shaking hand, uh, I would say, two weeks ago. And uh, I try to, it's very basic, but I try to wash my hand very frequently and use uh, this sterilization gel. But again, I have showed up to work every day. I, I can even mention to you, we have had good investments in the last three days. We have had exits in the last three days. We have had incredible corporate uh, engagement, specifically with Mercedes. We have Philip here, who is our champion head of uh, Mercedes relationship with plug and play. And uh, Business has to go on. Right. Do you use like the Vulcan gesture like this? <laughs> <laughs> I have tried everything. I have tried the Japanese bow. Oh, yeah? I have tried the... Fist bump? Uh, they say fist bump is no good. Okay. But I have done the elbow okay. uh, touch. <laughs> How but, is that but, working? <laughs> It 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 it's, takes some getting used to. It, it takes some getting used to, and I must uh, go back to, you know, my uh, bits and pretzel event in Munich, your last event where you had President Obama speaking, and by coincidence, uh, there is a commencement speech of President Obama in 2009, I believe at University of Arizona. And if you hear his 30 minutes, in 2009, the banks were in trouble, the real estate market was in trouble, there was the biggest recession we have ever had. And I love his approach that now is the time to work hard. Now is the time to work together. Quite frankly, if your audience can look it up on YouTube, I think it's a very inspiring speech. And I would like to follow his recommendation like 10 years later. And it's actually also that, you know, when you talk to people, like when I talk to people, many say, well, you know, there are like certain benefits of working at home and not taking every travel, every journey, because I spend some more time with my family, with my friends. Is this something that you enjoying yourself as well? I am. I am. I mentioned to you like uh, golf. I am playing more. But also, I think uh, at times like this, you think more, you prioritize your life more. So the, I don't know, I always try to find a positive in every situation. And again, uh, my hope is same as in China, which they have turned it around in Singapore, 
the cases are less, and people. Uh, I had two of my colleagues from Singapore visiting us here, and I told them, "Don't go back if you don't feel comfortable." And they said, "No, Said, we feel more comfortable going back." So, as I said, business has to go on, and I hope in California, in U.S., we will go through this panic situation. And protect ourselves, but do go back to business and help innovation and technology help us to go through this. Did you get tested? No, I have not had any symptoms. I did talk to my doctors, and uh, she told me you don't. If you don't have any symptoms, they don't recommend you getting tested. Do you have like an emergency plan? You know, for the time when you know the first employee gets infected here. You know, in fact, uh, my colleague uh, in uh, Germany who had uh, not one but many cases at uh, his building, we got his execution plan, do's and don'ts. We didn't share it with all our employees, but we shared it with our management. And we are—I don't want to say we are ready because you never be ready, but at least uh, we kind of have the process in mind if, in case there is a case here. Do you see an opportunity for startups in the healthcare sector to get investment? You know, due to the situation and you know the attention on healthcare right now. Yeah, you know, one of our startups called the Health Gorilla is a infrastructure play that connects patients, doctors, labs. And again, to use a positive uh, result, during the hurricane in Puerto Rico, all of the hospitals, all of the doctors, the communication was down. So this health gorilla was able to build it ground up. And now Puerto Rico has one of the best health system as far as information sharing and lab results in America. Mm -hmm. So again, I feel Health Gorilla and a number of our startups could play a big role in the digital health information system. So now is the time to start a biotech or healthcare startup? <laughs> you know, we, I was very big on uh, sustainability. That was the flavor of 2020 for me. I wanted to uh, spend 30% of my time and 30% of our investment in uh, reducing plastic or end of plastic with Alliance to end plastic with the 50 largest corporations in the world. And I'm still incredibly passionate about sustainability, but I added the safety to it. Mm -hmm. So we would like to run with our startups and with our corporation a safety innovation platform. And, you know, again, some people may have contingency plans But I think if we collaborate and see what worked and what didn't work, we could 
implement the safety plan hopefully better, and as a community of uh, I don't know four or five hundred of the largest corporations in the world, and over ten thousand startups that are on our platform, I think we have a role to play. How should companies deal with employees who are panicked and afraid to go to work to meet people? You know, to deal with the situation. Uh, I think it's uh, the best is to let the individual employee who is panicking to work from home. And in our case, we recommended people work from home, but we didn't make it mandatory. But I think it's case by case. Uh, so, uh, you know. It is. Uh, I think it's more than anything else. Is an individual choice, mm -hmm. and corporate or plug and play has to have a basic policy. But you cannot enforce anything at these times, and I think it's mostly individual choice. Coming to the very last part of this podcast, which is our either or game. And this is how it works. I give you two words. Yeah. You have to choose one and explain real quick why you made this choice. Okay. And obviously, the first question is bits or pretzels? Pretzel. Because I like pretzel. <laughs> Bull or bear? Bull. Uh because uh, I am scared of bear. <laughs> I was like more looking into like the market. Oh, bull or bear market. market. Yeah. I mean, for sure, bear at this moment. Because it's just too uncertain. It's, it's just yeah, too uncertain. And, uh, you know, I think after every bear market, there will be a bull market coming up, but we don't know when is the bottom. What do you expect? Again, I uh, love to keep referring to China because they are about three to four months ahead of us. And the confidence of the people is coming back. The market is stable and it's coming back up. You feel? Uh, Again, I'm not by any means say we are through the situation, either in yeah. China or here, but the, they are showing signs of improvement, as I mentioned to you, even in their travel numbers. I mean, the, you know, the Trump administration introduced the travel ban for European uh, Europeans coming to the US. I think we're just getting started, you know, with, you know, the situation probably peaking in May or something. I don't think, I don't really see we are through with this yet. Again, I my crystal ball looks more positive than yours, but we are also embracing for challenges. Investing or saving? I think uh, we are here to invest, so we have to continue, perhaps at a slower pace. Risk or safety? That's a tough question. Uh, safety, I think at this time we need to embrace and be as safe as possible. Conquer or comfort? 
very tough question. I have I had to prepare for this. Um, I would usually uh, go for conquer because I like to go get things done and find the best startups in the world and try to help them. But at this time, I also would vote for comfort. Soap or antibacterial? Both. Can you do both? <laughs> I I would love to do both, but uh, if I had to choose one, antibacteria. Stay in or go out? Go out for sure. I love the outdoors and uh, you can keep your distance when you're outdoors. Saeed, thanks a lot for coming on the Bits and Puzzles podcast. It was a huge pleasure. Thanks for your It's time. It's great and hope we can get together in Munich again soon. All right, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. If you like our show, please subscribe. And of course, please tell your friends about us. And do give us a five-star rating. Write to us at podcast at bitsandpretzels.com to let us know how we're doing or if you want to suggest a guest to us. I'm Britta Wedling. See you next week.